Hello, my dear. Welcome back to Model Student. I'm your host, Alexandra Rain, and I am, I say this every, every start of every episode, but I am truly over the moon to share this episode with the one and only Chloe Bruder. She is an artist above all else, but also has incredible style. So we talk about her art, her brand Sober K, building confidence and finding personal style. I hope you like it. Hello, Chloe. Welcome to Model Student. Um, I'm so grinning ear to ear just with the sight of you. I absolutely adore you and I'm so excited to have you on. So thank you for being here. Seriously. Um, I'm your biggest fan and I wish you were a little sister. <laughs> well, so you, you are my big sister unofficially. But thank I, you. of course, um, I would just have you introduce yourself very quickly what, who you are, star sign, <laughs> all the things, <laughs> whatever you feel that people need to know. Perfect. I am Chloe Bruder. I live in Salt Lake City. Um, I am the head of community for the Teza app, and I sell my art and own a little business on the side called Sobriquet, and my big three are I'm a Gemini, Virgo, Gemini, which is kind of a crazy combination. I have um, two Geminis, too, but all of my best friends are Virgo. Yes. So no wonder we get along. That explains everything. I like the combination. I'm kind of crazy, but I'm organized. I see. I well, see. I have a Sagittarius rising, so I'm just all over (laughs) the map at all times. But I love that for you. Um, of course. So I, before I want to talk about your brand, which isn't little, it's so you've, I love the rebranding of it too. Um, but before we get into that, I love your style and I mean that sincerely. I do not just throw that compliment (laughs) Um, but I want to talk about how would you first describe your personal style? Um, first of all, thank you. Of course. That is the best compliment of all time. <laughs> um, <laughs> I would describe it as um, thoughtfully effortless. Mm. Like I definitely want to look effortless, but it definitely takes effort Yeah. to get there. Um, I'm super sloppy. Like I embrace coffee stains and wrinkles, but um, the pieces that are coffee stained are often like more expensive uh ethical like expensive pieces that I'm staining um but they like tend to look better so it's like it's that balance of nice pieces but I kind of don't iron them or always like wear clothes that fit me exactly yeah yeah so it's that balance of high and low I also like to buy a lot of things from savers that Mm. are like a dollar so I really like to do a balance of high, low, messy, chic, put together, but not too put together. Totally. And you've got that balance, like, perfectly. Oh, thank you. Yeah, yeah seriously, no. <laughs> Sometimes I go like, too much to either, like, either way, I'll see a picture of myself and be like, oh, 
No, I love it. I wish I should have like, tucked my shirt in or something. <laughs> <laughs> well, I love that I, you talk about coffee stains because anytime, just anytime I eat or drink anything, and it's Same. always, I always, I have so many like cream pieces or like white button ups. Why don't, do we get this to ourselves? I, I don't know. I don't know why, but I, I love it. So who then would you say have been some of your fashion um, like muses or style icons? I would say the only people that I've ever looked to my entire life, this is like the most basic answer, but are the Olsen twins. I knew. They can do no wrong. <laughs> no, they are everything. 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 And just consistently my whole life. Mm. I, I've always been obsessed with them, but I don't think I actually got it yeah. until like three years ago. You know? Yeah, totally. You would look at me in high school and be like, this gal's obsessed with Olsen twins because she looks like shops limited too like it's very confusing but uh, i finally like feel like i'm actually being influenced by that yeah it's so interesting yeah. though because i would say kind of similar for myself like in high school i'd be like yeah i love fashion like i love like alexa chung style or like whoever it may be but it's like what i was wearing versus yes. my inspo it's like this isn't quite lining up at all but okay and I it's actually perfect because you posted something on your story the other day which I love your stories but about like I no I love it but it was about like um just like old posts that you had done and like your old like outfits and like the brim like not brim but those like you know the hats that are crazy hats yes yes yes, the big like (laughs) Oh, I loved it. But how do you think your style then has evolved over the totally. years? I do think I used to be more influenced by trends in a way where I didn't even understand them. Yeah, I was just kind of dressing like everyone else. Um, when I was younger, my mom and I would always get into fights because she would buy me all the cute clothes from like Gymboree or wherever was cool then and I would never wear them or I would wear them in the most crazy ways I'd get stains on them I always wanted to do my hair myself and so I had like rat's nest and (laughs) sometimes like in pictures even to like middle or maybe like all of elementary school I would just stand out so much and my mom decided early on she's like oh I better embrace this so I feel like when I was in elementary school I dressed how I wanted and was like in tune with my actual style Mm. and then when I went to got to middle school and high school, I like lost myself. Yeah. Like just like I said, just kind of copying what everyone else was wearing. But where I grew up in Salt Lake City, Utah, or not even Salt Lake City, I grew up in Common Heights, Utah. So yeah. the style was very interesting, and I just would buy what everybody was buying from Aeropostale. Yeah. And then when I graduated high school, I like, kind of started from scratch with my identity. And I grew into a style that I feel really good about. It's definitely, like, just copying French girls. It's Mm. not like I invented it, but. (laughs) No, I love it, though. I think it's so interesting, though, listening about how, and I feel like this is the case in so many people's experience about how their sense of style is so tied to personality, whether you realize it or not. And it's not to say that everyone has to have this, like, extravagant, um, so true sense of style because I do understand that for some people fashion is just really functional and that's okay absolutely but I feel the same like in well I don't even remember I think my mom picked out my outfits for elementary school she's like we don't (laughs) dress what she's gonna do but 
I feel like the same in middle school and high school. It's you really are finding yourself and don't really quite have the avenues to do that because you just want to you don't want to be different you just want to feel like you fit in and have a sense of belonging and so then kind of um ironically then you don't you don't really have a sense of self or at least I didn't totally but no neither it's great though hearing and I feel like it I feel like typically the story is like early 20s once you've kind of grown out of that then that's really when like personal style it seems to be can kind of come into full swing and like well I want to dress like because you're not in groups as much as when you're in maybe lower education like you're not forced to totally compare I don't know that's my take on it (laughs) yeah exactly but then you get more independent as you grow up so then it would make sense that you know you can kind of just do what you want and wear what you want and actually you want to know what's Oh, sorry. No, no, I was just going to say it actually radiate the Olsons, which you've done yeah. brilliantly. <laughs> what were you going to say, though, dear? I was going to tell you the cutest story. My cousin Grace mm-hmm. um, was pretty good at sewing, and she would go to Savers and DI way before everybody else did, and she would, like, chop up pieces of clothing and sew them onto, like, sweatshirts. Like, So she would oh, do, like, cool. a car on a road on a sweatshirt, and she would make these crazy headbands, like, way before the other crazy headbands and yeah. she was like my first style icon I would wear them to school and everyone would say where did you get that and I'd say my cousin made it oh and that's so cute that is one cool moment from the lost years of middle school totally that I remember <laughs> like that was the first time I was like oh she's making her own style with what she's got yeah, definitely. I love that. The Lost Years of Middle School. I feel like that <laughs> could be like a movie title. No, you should but, write a poem. Yeah, seriously. Oh my gosh. Yeah, just another sappy, <laughs> sad, <laughs> depressing. No, I love that though. And I do think um, there's something to be said about seeing other people wear what they want and just not care. It's so cool. But it's harder to emulate that. But do you feel like you have that now, like that confidence to just wear whatever you please? That's such a good question and point and thought because I think so many people always complain like they want their Pinterest life. They want to dress like how they pin on Pinterest or like decorate their house like that. And I'm like, well, then why don't you? Yeah. Like, I feel like I have learned that if I want to dress like my Pinterest board or magazine clippings. I do. Yeah. And you don't have to buy designer expensive things. You can easily um, recreate it in your own way. Yeah. And so I do feel like I just kind of, I can look at things for inspiration and actually do them or intuitively pick out something that just feels right to me. It just makes me feel like myself. Totally. And you can't describe it. I love it. I love it. You did a newsletter on that. I remember that. Because oh, did I? Yes, Wait. you did. <laughs> no, because I remember reading it and I was like, I feel so called out, but in a really good way. Of like, I always, I feel like a lot of people can kind of, and this is a direct call out to myself, can exist in like a, just like, how do I even say this, like paralyzed by inspiration, but not doing anything with it. Like my Pinterest board, like the look, like the lookbook board that I have, like thousands of pins that I'm like, okay, I like know what I want, but I'm not doing it. You know what I mean? But I, when I read your newsletter, I was like, yep. Uh huh. Like it's time. Like I can't just like 
exist in this like digital dream life space like I have to actually live it in the real world you know exactly and I don't even think it's superficial to want to live it right it's just kind of like dressing how you want is so much more than for other people at least for me totally changes everything with how you move throughout the day definitely oh I love it I love it no it's true and I feel like it really that became so evident like during quarantine (laughs) last year when it was like change out of your sweatpants wear jeans it'll make you feel better (laughs) it's like oh yeah it really actually does have an effect even if you're just at home oh it's such a game changer yeah totally I love it I love it I want to talk about your brand now and I'm so scared I'm gonna mispronounce it I was practicing before I was like so pre-k so that's right (laughs) okay no because I anyways I love it so I want to talk first about um, I guess the rebranding, first and foremost, mm-hmm. about kind of what um, prompted you to change it, because it was previously Chloe Hart's art. Yes. So I kind of started Chloe Hart's art on accident, um, just by putting my art out there. I was actually trying to sell my calligraphy services, mm. and my Instagram account was Calligraphy by Chloe, and then I wasn't getting any inquiries for calligraphy, <laughs> but I started to just post my doodles and people asked to buy them or uh, someone started to ask me to draw his family. Sorry, the grammar was crazy. Someone asked me to draw his family and I posted it and then more people asked me to draw their families. And so that's kind of how the portrait started. Mm. And then I realized that people actually wanted to buy that. And uh, back in the day, I would do those by hand. They took forever. I probably charged twenty dollars. They probably took me three or four hours. Oh my if I God. messed up, you know, I'd have yeah. to start over. Um, and now, I, and then I got an iPad. I started kind of doing things digitally. And now I experiment with like a little bit of both, mm. and it just took everything to the next level. And so I was like, I have to change my user to do something. Yeah. And I thought of Chloe Hart to start, and I was so young. I wasn't. You know, I was just making something up on the spot. Yeah. So years later, like five or seven years later, I had worked at this like very successful interior design firm. Like I had had evolved as a woman, like my taste level was so much better. I wanted to be proud of my brand and I definitely was not proud of Chloe Hart's art, (laughs) even though um, it was so cool. Like I love it. I just, it was hard to follow through with things. It was hard to answer emails. It was hard to want to post my art because yeah. I didn't even like the brand. Yeah. So I wanted to change it to something that was more elevated. But as I approach my personal style, I like to do the same with business. I like to be professional and put together, but super like witty yeah. and like not afraid to be kind of inappropriate at times or messy but in an elevated way. Totally. I love it. That's what Sophie is. I love it. And it means nickname, right? Yes, exactly. It's so perfect. I love it. And I I was just thinking too, um, I feel like, okay, from a consumer point of view, I feel like from Chloe Hart's art to now Sober K, I feel like you really have also evolved to, you still do portraits, but also kind Mm of, I feel like playing into more of your, fashion it girl side too (laughs) no really I feel like Salt Lake's greatest but um I because you have started selling like t-shirts and hats Mm -hmm. now and in the middle of my sleep last night I like woke up and I was like (laughs) 
of course I was like it's so perfect because it's like the easiest way like you really display art and fashion like quite literally together and it's so beautiful like wearing art on a t-shirt and wearing yours is such an honor so that was me at three in the morning just so you know me thinking like she's brilliant she's done it again <laughs> like it was great but anyways so oh my gosh have you do you feel like that was like a conscious um decision to start moving more to like uh t-shirts hats phone cases and you still do portraits and they're beautiful you did the yeah. model student one so thank you oh, everyone loves gosh, it I forgot about that. <laughs> no it was beautiful thank you but yeah how yeah. when i guess the question here is what um kind of motivated you to start selling your art on something that's wearable and not just framed you know i think i felt like i never pushed that kind of things with my old brand because I felt like it would be disrespectful to like the fashion industry. Like I didn't feel worthy. Mm -hmm. Um, and sure I was talented, but I think I didn't feel worthy because I didn't like it. So maybe worthy isn't the right word. I didn't feel confident. I didn't feel like aligned probably is the best way to describe it. So it, I wasn't thinking that way. Like my creativity wasn't aligned with what I was creating. So when I started to do this rebrand, the process took like eight months. So um, I had a lot of time to sit in summer. I started to like explore with drawing on the bucket hats or painting on clothes more. And they're even uh, like more, I don't know what I'm trying to say, but <laughs> I really like your compliment because I didn't really do it on purpose. And then yeah. when you said it, I realized that I did do it on purpose. I yeah. just hadn't realized it. Totally. I love that. So no, thank you. Of course. No, and it is, um, and it doesn't feel like too, like, uh, like Forever Twenty One T shirt that has like Van Gogh's work Thank on you. it. Like it feels my worst nightmare. Yeah. <laughs> it feels very like elegant and very deliberate is the word I guess that I'm looking Thank for. Thank you. Yeah. You know what? I really was scared of just like everybody is just doing like merch and just mm. putting every, like all their stuff on shirts and it like becomes less about what they're selling and more about just like T shirts and sweatshirts with their names on it because yeah. um, sweats had such a moment last year, yeah. obviously. So I'm really cautious about that. And actually, I'm glad to bring that up because I have one collaboration coming out with someone probably at the end of this year that does have some like merchy vibes and I'm obsessed with them. And I would only launch them because I'm obsessed with them. And then moving forward in 2022, hopefully COVID is even more out the door. (laughs) Like out the door. And I really want to like, focus on these elevated pieces like bucket hats and jackets Mm. and things that make you want to get dressed totally because I'm not I'm not like I always say I'm not a band I'm a brand like I don't want to create merch I want to create pieces I love that well you've done such a great job of that there was a thrift pop-up and you had your art but you also had and what was the brand that you collaborated with? Was it Saints? Um, Saints, yes. Yes, yeah. But you had painted on some jeans and denim jackets, and it was so just smart. Like, I would never, ever say, yeah. like, oh, Chloe's selling merch, because it does, it has more integrity than that, I suppose. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you. That is my goal. Um, that Saints collaboration was, like, life-changing for me, mm-hmm. because 
my little sister Olivia actually paints on clothes and she is like a very detailed like acrylic paint artist Mm -hmm. um in my brain I would say she's a real artist I'm a fake artist but I'm working on changing that but anyway Olivia creates these amazing pieces that take like hours to produce and it's like art on clothing and so I was trying to copy that for so long and like draw things on the clothes but I didn't do not have that skill like she does so when I finally worked with saints I'm like no I'm gonna do patterns and textures and things I can actually do and then they turned out looking awesome it was such a boost of confidence for me and creativity and then people bought it it like sold out round of applause deserved too completely deserved another question I have with this is how do you know what piece of art or what I'm trying to ask what do you how do you know what to look good on a t-shirt versus a phone case versus a hat what's the design process like in simpler words (laughs) (laughs) I think I've had the luxury of running my business intuitively because Mm. I haven't uh, been leaning on it for my income since I have a full-time job as well I kind of just do what I would want to wear with phone cases hats shirts whatever I'm just I just create, I solve my own problem. I just make what I would want to wear that I can't find. Yeah. And I've just now started to be like, okay, let's, since we're taking it seriously, let's maybe look at numbers, see what sells yeah. and apply it. Um, but I just kind of do that intuitively. Like, I just think, well, what would I wear would look cute. And a lot of times you have to realize that, like, probably any of my things on a shirt would sell here and there. Yeah. And it's easy to just be like, Ooh, what do I do? But I think sometimes it's easier to just launch and adjust, like just make a decision. Totally. If the shirt doesn't sell, change it up. If we need more sizes here, change it up and just kind of, like I just try to do it intuitively and just kind of take notes along the way. I love that. And that sounds like, um, not like a theme word, but like that kind of sounds like maybe actually, no, a theme word for your life of like dressing intuitively, designing intuitively. How do you have trust in yourself? If I, if I can admit something, which I might regret later, I was talking to my therapist a little bit ago and I was like, I don't know what's intuition and what's anxiety. Like, I don't know how to, what to listen to with myself. And that creates a lot of indecision. So how do you know if I can selfishly ask that? (laughs) I love that because I find that I can be intuitive in life about situations, but I also have anxiety. So I'm like, am I seeing the future? Yeah. Oh my gosh. Totally. (laughs) Yep. Yep. But I have learned to kind of look at where the fear is resonating from. Mm. Like if the fear about my anxiety is for my safety, then I'll follow that. Um, but if the fear is more like about putting myself out there, then I know that I need to follow it. Oh, I love that. If that makes sense. Definitely. Yeah. I think it's a really good sign if I'm scared to do something uh, that I should do it. So I try to follow that and trial and error. I love it. Being 25, finally learning some lessons, yeah. I think kind of helps you start to be in touch. And like I said before, like, I'm starting to learn that there's usually not really a right or wrong way to do things. You just Mm -hmm. kind of make the decision and keep moving forward and it helps you make better decisions. And that like nuanced gray area, at least like creative creativity, what like creative wise, I'm not saying we should 
in like embrace the gray area on like date rape. But yeah, just, like, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Not we're no, talking. Yeah, totally. Let's talk about creativity. Yes. Yeah, I try to just like whatever. I love it. Just go for it. I love yeah. that trial and error, and I think too. Yeah, with creative things, there really is no right and wrong. It's just and different things will resonate with different people. You know, so I love so that. True. I love that you design from a place of what would I want, and then okay, maybe I'm the only one that wants this. So then yeah. like <laughs> but I am so proud of you, and I'm so proud of the direction that um, it's going. Seriously, thank you so much. Of course, if I can ask, maybe an insider scoop question. Oh please. Um, what do you? Where do you see like the next? couple of years with it going and heading like what would be some dream projects or dream people to work with oh I love that question I think I really want to with how successful my newsletter has been randomly I kind of want to do I'm working on maybe like some guided journal (gasps) type things a coloring book is in the works I love it um side note you've been helping me answer questions about that as a published author you gave me some very helpful advice and um, I would love to create stationery too but I also want that to be really intentional so I want it to be really nice because it is easy to just throw your art or your logo on anything so I want it to be really really right totally yeah I want to do way more painted clothes especially like pants and jackets yeah and um my dream is to have like a space where people can come like try them on and hang out and um have like phone phone cases are so hard to sell I make them all made to order because there are like 20 different phone sizes but it would be cool if I had like a community that was so big where I could buy in bulk and people could come just like hang out and try things on or bring something for me to paint on and yeah I love it I hope we can see a sober case slash the row collaboration oh my gosh can you imagine I would love I'm gonna I mean, be if you have a kid's line now I'm like you're like okay this is my end I want my doodles on your sweater <laughs> yeah seriously I'm gonna be writing that in my notebook sober KX the row just over and over Me too. 55 times over and over yep. every day <laughs> exactly I love it so I want it then maybe touch on working with Tessa and what sure. what that has been like. So you're head of community, which mm-hmm. I feel like is such a perfect position for you because I feel like everything oh, you. you do, even talking about or answering the last question, like I feel like you're so community-based, driven more by that than like commissions or any sort of commodity. Um, so I guess my question is, how did you how did you get connected with that? How did you get the job? Yeah, I just applied because they were putting it out there and um, I had worked with them on the app before and it was so fun and they were so awesome to work with. Yeah. Um, I feel like a lot of people don't realize that you can just apply for jobs. Well, that's what I was, when you said that, I was like, oh yeah, I forget that that's actually an option. (laughs) It's not like I forget. Yeah. (laughs) I think I've been so lucky since I started at like a creative business led by a woman working mostly with women like to have the confidence to apply for these creative jobs and just put myself out there because I've seen so many women succeed being creative Mm. 
And I feel really lucky to have that perspective because, and then my mom has owned a business for over 10 years with her sisters. Like I just am like drawn to those type of types of things. And I like putting myself out there. And so I feel really lucky to be in that situation. But um, in all my career experience, I've learned that you can just send an email, start with an internship, do something and you will end up getting working somewhere awesome. I love that. It really is just that simple. And I think it goes back actually to um, maybe what we were discussing earlier about just having the confidence just to put yourself out there, whether that be how you dress or trusting career wise that you're capable of something or all of the above. But or yeah, just being brave enough to start at the bottom. Yeah, definitely. With that internship. Yes. And I was just going to say, or I meant to say earlier um, with your rebrand, I loved hearing that it took eight months to do because I feel like um (laughs) this is how my small little brain maybe like processes things but I think everything is so instantaneous and like especially when you see things on Instagram or social media or you know whatever it may be it just seems like everyone's just kind of uh getting it and doing it and you don't see the process of it all you know Mm -hmm. totally it's I, again, love that you had patience and the care with the brand and not just rushing to get it out, I guess, is what I'm trying to compliment you on. Thank you. Yeah, I was actually talking to someone about this last night, and he said, as a creative, like, do you think done is better than perfection? Mm. And I was thinking about that, and I I was like, "Ah, yes, and I realize, and I go back to launch and adjust, um, I think Chloe Hart's art was my quick launch. And then I, my perfect adjustment was sobriquet. Yeah. I took the time to perfect that because I had already like jumped in and started putting myself out there. Totally. So even if you put yourself out there, you still have time to like craft the details and grow. Definitely. I love it. It's all just a learning process in all things. Um, I perhaps maybe final question I say that now but I'm like I know I could talk to you for ages and oh, ages I know, and I just will chat I, your brain no I love that I, I love listening to you but the impression that I have of you and I've always had of you is that you are confident and I mean I know that's kind of like a very like shallow word but what I mean is you I feel like are the person who could just walk into a room and charm everyone and because you just have such a like beautiful sense of self and the way that it radiates and connects with other people is just so lovely to witness from like everything from your newsletter to your brand to your food reviews on Trader Joe's on Instagram like I really for such a long time like this sounds creepy, but, like, watched you and just thought she's, she has, like, all these qualities that I really wish of just being so carefree. How did you get there? <laughs> if I may ask. Oh, my gosh. Really? I'm gonna cry. Oh, well, no, I mean it, though, oh, sincerely. Well, I, I hope not. You can not cry. <laughs> yeah, morning affirmations. <laughs> yeah. Um, what a compliment. You know what I think it is, is I think... When I was in middle school and high school, I was trying to just 
figure myself out. Um, I obviously wasn't as different as I thought I was in my head. I'm like a white woman in Utah. (laughs) I'm sure I blended in, but I felt like I didn't. And I thought, um, yeah, I just need to try to kind of just be like everybody else and I'll be fine. And then when I went to college and I developed an eating disorder, um, and like every, my sense of self crumbled and like I moved to Provo and then I moved back to Salt Lake and I didn't really have friends because my high school friends were on LDS missions or going to college together. And then I hadn't made any new friends because I was just going to community college and I just started and I wanted to do something creative, but I didn't know what. So I just kind of started doing, going, like saying yes to everything, like hanging out with people, even if it was just once, it was so awkward. I, (laughs) I felt like I stood out like so much and didn't talk to anyone. I just kept constantly exposing myself to things that made me uncomfortable. And I think it gave me some confidence and some skills. And now I'm not like that at all. Like I'm very, like we talked about intuitive, like, I have a hard time managing all my friends. Not like I have so many friends, but you know, the older yeah. you get, it's harder to manage all your relationships. So I'm more like curate my experiences. But back then I would just throw myself yeah. into everything. Yeah. And it kind of, I, like, I'm not being humble. Like I went to like a lot of parties or hangouts where I couldn't figure out what to say to anyone yeah. because it just wasn't like my crowd. And um, like, I just laugh when I think about it. Cause I just like, but I just kept trying, just yeah. kept putting myself out there. And it I gave me the, it, like a new sense of confidence. I feel like that kind of relates with my inner child. Like back, yeah. I must have been in like elementary school. So mm. I don't know if it took like an eating disorder and crumbling <laughs> and then like building myself up yeah. from that. Totally. I yeah. feel like though there is something to be said about... Um... I mean, everyone and their mothers knows (laughs) I have, you know, pretty extreme anxiety, but I think it kind of took the point where it was so debilitating that it kind of, you have to really like look at yourself and say like, okay, what do I prioritize here? Like, where can I give myself joy? And if that's putting on a sweater that feels good, I'm going to wear that sweater seven times a week. Yeah. You know what I mean? Some medicine right there. Yeah, definitely. But no, I... It's so, I love hearing about your coming of age and just the beautiful woman that you are. And I hope you know that you really are. If I were to ask the questions that I asked you of like, who are your muses? I would undoubtedly say you in every area of life, fashion, creative, really, you're such a, such a joy to this world and a gift to me and now a gift to the podcast. No, I absolutely adore you and it's been so great talking to you and I can't wait to see you in real life soon and have oh, a more like um, yes no seriously but thank you so much is there anything else that you feel like we missed that wasn't shared or any other advice that I can <laughs> <laughs> write down in my journal immediately and carry with me forever <laughs> Just keep being yourself. I know. Oh, my gosh. Okay, don't make me cry. You're perfect. Thank you. I love you so much, seriously. It's been such a joy talking with you. Thank you, thank you, thank you. I hope you have a great rest of your day, great rest of the weekend, and all the above. But...
Thank you so much for having me on. Yeah. Flattering me and letting me draw your cover. <laughs> no, so it was beautiful. Thank you. I will text you quite literally right after this to just praise you again and again. But thank you so much, Chloe. Thank you. Okay. I love, love you. you. I'll talk to you soon. <laughs>